Good day or evening to all of you. Here we are at lesson 68. I'll tell you, every lesson gets to be even more important than the one before. <laughs> they just get better and better. Love holds no grievances. Okay, let's just do a little review about what a grievance is. It is indignation or resentment stemming from the feeling of having been wronged. Well, it says love doesn't do that. Love itself has no possibility of comprehending indignation or resentment or anything wrong happening. So it says we who were created by love like itself as an outpouring of love cannot hang on to these ideas of being wronged and experience yourself as all of those qualities that we talked about yesterday. It says to hold a grievance thinking you've been wronged is to completely forget who you are. And it is specifically to see yourself as a body. Well, every one of us on the planet must be holding grievances. That's how you get in here in the first place because everybody here operates as if we are primarily a body, so we all have grievances. It says to hold a grievance is to let this ego mind, this sense of personal separate self, completely cut off from anything and anybody else, condemn the body to death. Oh dear, I thought I could just be resentful and indignant and think a whole lot of people were doing things to me with impunity. I had no idea I was doing so much damage to myself, to my peace of mind, not to the reality of myself, but to my experience at this moment. We just didn't have any idea how powerfully disturbing this is. It says it seems to split you off from your source as if we are no longer an outpouring of love and that we've become something else. That all of those adjectives we talked about yesterday don't really apply to us. And how sad and how frightening and how pathetic if I think none of the good adjectives apply to me. So now it says, shut off from yourself which of course is deeply and intimately connected to the creator, this self seems to be asleep or gone or somewhere else, and the ego mind that we're aware of seems to be awake. And then it says, can you be involved in this kind of upside-down thinking and confusion simply by holding grievances? And the answer is yes. And now the author of love that created us now has become fearful to us because there's no way that we can conceive of ourselves as these small wronged people and not make up a story of God or creator as being the same thing. And down through the ages, people have thought of God as casting people into hell and being highly judgmental and all kinds of things. We've just created a God in the image of the ego. And it, that's what it says next. It's like, it is assured that those who will hold grievances will redefine God in their own image. So no way to have any peace, any quiet, any beautiful life while I still hold on to these grievances, a complete impossibility. So then it asks, do you think you would be willing to relinquish your grievances if you believed everything in these first several paragraphs? 
maybe you just think you can't. However, this is a matter of motivation. So if you could just feel a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better with letting go of some grievances, you will not have a problem with motivation again because everything is going to be so much better that nobody will have to convince you that this is a better way to live. So it now asks us to begin our extended practice period, searching your mind for those about whom you hold major grievances. You really can't stand them. They have betrayed you. They have accused you. They have not kept their word. They have dismissed you in some way. And then there are those about whom you have minor grievances. They make you crazy because they never show up on time or they don't remember your birthday or they do whatever. And as you think about this and find through your contact book, so to speak, anybody you know, you probably hold some little grievance against, even if it's not one of these major ones. But there will be ways where you think, well, this person is just wrong to me in this little way, kind of like a little pinprick. It's not like a sword going through your heart, but it's like if they would just only stop doing this. And if you realize that there's not a soul against whom you don't hold some kind of grievance, that you realize this has left you feeling completely alone. Just like I always felt in those early days where I felt like, yes, yes, I was created by something, but now I'm on my own. It's that idea of being on my own and trying to do something about the loneliness that's related to that. And we try all sorts of things that don't work because it's the relinquishing the grievances that's going to do the trick. So now it says, just be determined to see all these people that you think have wronged you as friends. Now your ego will have a fit and say, they did, they did abandon me. My parents didn't do what they were supposed to. My husband, my wife, my kids, my neighbors, my country, my politicians, my all kinds of people have let me down. So now it says, okay, You've been very determined to see what's wrong with almost everybody. Now be equally determined that these people are my friends. And say that to them in your mind, thinking of each one, I do want to see you as my friend. No hurt has occurred. I want to see you as here for me. I want to be interested in your welfare and yours and mine so I can remember you're part of me. And the loneliness and the feeling of disconnected can begin to go away. So try to think for the remainder of this practice period of yourself completely at peace, completely safe in a world that protects you and loves you and holds you up, that safety surrounds you, hovering over you, lifting you up. The thing more than anything we want is to finally feel safe. You can't feel peaceful unless you feel safe. So try to believe even for a second that nothing can harm you. And at the end of the practice period, remind yourself, love holds no grievances. 
And when I let these being wronged ideas go, because that's what the grievances are, then I will experience, I won't just have an intellectual idea about, I will feel and know I am totally, perfectly safe. And then in the short little practice periods where you want to remember this throughout the day, anytime a thought of somebody wronging you arises or that you've wronged them, just keep reminding yourself, love holds no grievances. I don't want to betray myself by following my ego instincts to turn everything and everyone into an enemy. Remember, the ego wants you to have enemies. It likes being in conflict. It likes the winner versus loser idea. And then repeat several times, love holds no grievances. I want to wake up to this beautiful truth of myself that was reviewed for us yesterday. And if I lay these grievances aside, I can do this. I can awaken to the truth of what I am. We just have no idea how holding on to being wronged by either ourselves or someone else has made us crazy, has caused us to be basically grief-stricken and all really for nothing. So it's seeing the nothingness of this so I can stop and then live the beautiful life that I was created to live. Please do take this very seriously, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye.